Welcome to Campaigns and Concoctions, everyone, where we are a bunch of malevolent maniacs who like to drink and play D&D. Sorry! The malevolent Amber's the bar and let her tonight. Malevolent Malort Maniacs. So, we want to do with Malort, please follow us. Malort sponsors. Jepson's sponsors. I will take that money. I won't ever fucking drink it. But hey, everybody, welcome back to Campaigns and Concoctions. I'm so excited that you're with us. Uh, you know, as always, you know, if you want to get with us in real life, you can hit us up on our internet things. There is yeah, a hose. <laughs> he said, if you want to get with us, I said, yeah, we're hoes. Yeah, we're fucking hoes. Yeah, we're, 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 we're kind of happy. Unlike the last couple of weeks, I think we're in a pretty happy place. Yeah, right now, everybody. So, um, but if you want, if you want to hit us up, you can hit us. There's a link in the description for, uh, all of our interwebby things. You can also find us at Instagram, Instagram. Instagram, our app there is at Camping Concoctions Pod. I have been trying to find a handle for Twitter. Apparently, they have a limit on the number of characters. So that has been tough. So We only have six. And also, apparently, we're doing an OnlyFans because we're whores. I'm going to slap you, Curtis. <laughs> I would deserve We're all Curtis, <laughs> Curtis licking straws. Um. Jesus. And then get gifts of Max. <laughs> Drink that up. Mm. All right. So scheduling, re- refresh for everybody. We are, we are these um, episodes that you're listening to tonight. This will be dropping on the 23rd and then the 30th, so that we can you can listen and avoid your family if necessary, or share share us with your family. Age appropriate family. Yes. But with that, yes, listener discretion is advised. Um, <laughs> Always. How is that the first time we've said this? No, it's not. It's not very regular. I, I did say it on our on our first our first thing. I have also put it. We are listed as explicit in the podcast. I hope so. <laughs> nice we are. Why? Why the fuck are we listed as explicit? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to start counting now. <laughs> Whatever we said before, that doesn't count. <laughs> but before we get started, I know I've asked, is there anything that we've got going on that anyone wants to to bring up, to celebrate, to to shout out, anything like that? Uh, to, to tack on to what you were saying earlier, uh, just like in Shawshank, I think we've finally gotten out of that 200 feet tube of shit. And we're and now finally getting our shower. This is the moment right now. We've had a few months. It's been a pain in the ass. Let's turn this fucking corner, guys. Oh, okay. Ah, well, we'll deal with it. Car, cars in my house. I also need to fix my car. Yeah. Okay. My, my new car that I just got, I need to fix. 
We also need to buy a cart. So, you know. Yeah, there's yeah. that too. Yeah. Okay. But those are, you know what, though? Those are minor things compared to the shit that we'd exactly. all been dealing with. That's actually exactly. probably true. So, the last time that us beautiful bastards met up, we, the adventuring party, had returned to Haven. We had a quick dream of some kind that was not sure if it was prophetic, if it what what it was, but it was slightly disturbing in its content. And then everyone returned to Haven, where drinks were had. A lot of drinks. Mm-hmm. A lot of drinks. And then there was a discussion between Ellen Sark with um, Kaylin, the mayor domo of the manager, which a little bit of um, retcon. I meant to, I didn't describe your guys' pendant properly. So it is actually, it's not the next level up. It is a very unique and distinct one. This will signify that you were working directly for um, the mayor domo of the manager. So it is um, a, a kind of a aged bronze, kind of like, you know how it's like it takes that patina, but the eyes have black diamonds. And the story behind those, you guys would know this, is that the current mayor domo of the manager picks the design of the pendant. So that's why this one looks particularly like that because she's a little bit less subtle than her boss, but it's still fairly subtle. It's significantly less gaudy than the ones we had Yeah, yours, yours were, you guys were maybe one step above an entry level person. So, um, but before we move on to what you're going to do, because Morgan forgot, drinks. Drinks, motherfucker. What are we drinking? Um, <laughs> so I went to the liquor store with Curtis and picked up uh, some Mezcal because we were out and a uh, current liqueur called Riga Black. Um, this is a uh, current version. The original, they have a couple different ones um, made in Latvia, but uh, I actually just mixed those two things together. So it's an ounce and a half of Mezcal and an ounce and a half of this Riga Black. Uh, it's stirred over rocks, uh, strained into a rocks glass when we put a sphere with, and then um, garnished with a cherry and uh, orange peel. Um, on a pick, and I really like it. Uh, super tasty. One person in our group said it's too smoky, and that would be me. And one person in our group said it it's too sweet. That would be me. Uh, <laughs> so if you like something in the middle of those two, this drinks for you. Yeah, yeah just, just, adjust, adjust <laughs> the percentages. Yeah, yeah. adjust your just percentages. So I, I think that what, this isn't a single part drink. <laughs> it's not a single part drink. No. <laughs> that would be just scotch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I call scotch a cocktail. I make myself a cocktails at home. Cocktail. Yeah, it's a single part cocktail. It is. It is a cocktail. So. There's two. <laughs> yeah, scotch. Well, for you, it's, it's scotch, scotch and air. It's scotch yeah. and air. Yeah, I thought it was scotch and joy. For me, well, there you go. no joy is the result. For me, it's, yeah. sc- it's scotch and ice. Yeah, right. That's a mixed drink. It's a mixed you drink. mixed yeah. things together. It's, yeah. You know, the whole reason we shake is to aerate and dilute. That's right. I yeah. dilute my drink over the ice. Right. It's totally. It's totally <laughs> happening. Uh, what did you make, John? I made a drink. It doesn't have a name yet, but it's definitely getting one because it's delicious. It's tasty. So, um, so I did unanimous uh, agreement on that. Yeah, I did an ounce and a half of this uh, Saint George Rye Gin. 
that I've never had before tonight, but immediately Curtis and I both just leapt at it. And we were like, oh, we're putting this and this and this in it. And we were right. We were fucking right. So it was an ounce and a half of the St. George rye gin, uh, half an ounce of um, maple syrup, half an ounce of Benedictine, and half an ounce of uh, Amaro Nonino. Um, stirred in a, in a mixing glass over a large cube, garnished with an orange twist. Um, it's like some weird, wintry, kind of warming, sort of sweet... Negroni twist of some kind. It's like a mix you know? between like a Negroni and a Manhattan. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's and it's it just screams fall. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fall it's a drink for sure. Negroni and Manhattan had a gin baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then somebody made it into a pinata. <laughs> <laughs> and that pinata got curb stopped by twenty five children. That's what happens. Curb <laughs> you got to curb stop that pinata to get all the candy out. <laughs> Look, I don't make the rules. That's yeah. how it works. You know? All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you can't segue from that. No, no. <laughs> There's no smooth transition. That, right. that was the smoothest you're going to get. I'm a fucking professional. Right. Um, when we fully left off, though, Elle and Sark were in the Broken Boxer, right? Mm-hmm. Broken Boxer? Correct. I always want to say Battered Boxer. I have to stop myself in that one. Uh, L was not L. L was getting ready to lay bets while Sark was getting re- ready as the the circle was drawn for the fights. As the rest of the party was walking in to the bar, <laughs> you hear from one of the Shackleton Shakerton Shakertons. <laughs> I like Shackleton. That's a good Shackleton's name. a good Shackleton. name, too. Shackleton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There Something. are actual Shackletons. Yeah, yeah. Shackleton is, is a, it's a J- Jamaican family, uh, if I'm remembering my history right. I'm not I'm not very strong on Caribbean history. Like, I know it's been age of piracy. There's but um, you hear one of the male Shakertons yell, Place your bets! Place your bets! As he walks the room. And at this point... You see four, three, three locals step up into the ring, and you get the sense, Sark, that this is your moment to step in as well. Okay. So there are four, four men. Sark does. Sark will step so. up and is halfway through, like just taking his shirt, like the upper gi off, and doing stuff. He's actually wrapping his hands to soften his blows. So you see that, um, what's, what is this one's name? It's your family. You get a name. <laughs> oh, uh, that's going to be Frank. Frank is, he's got a, a small chalkboard. He's writing down the names, like these three. He's the bookie? Yeah. He, so he knows these three's names. And he is, he's all, the, uh, he's making odds, right? And he comes up to you, Sark, and he comes up to your arm and goes, or no, like at this point, belt up. Is it no, but that's There's what he's nothing, yeah. he's t- he's tapping on you mm-hmm. to see what you know. What's your made of? And he erases he erases the entirety of the, the odds board <laughs> <laughs> and begins to rewrite the odds. <laughs> well, there goes a lot of money for us. Yeah. <laughs> he's still not the favorite. Okay. Okay. 
So there is one big bruiser out there. He is a full orc. There is a gnome who is missing an eye. And a couple of fingers. Like you do. Lucky. Yeah. They call him Ten. Because he's only got seven. Right. Uh, being from Haven, do I know that this is Patrice's family who runs yeah. the show? Well, and okay. they look like him. But you would know for sure. Okay. Right. And then uh, there is a human who is one of those... He's that old dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like... You're like... Still a little bit thick. Muscles are round, but they're definitely there. You know, he got a little bit of, of the belly. Mm-hmm. But he looks dangerous. So the orc is the favorite. He's get he's given four. They're giving him four to one odds. They're giving Sark ten to one. They're giving the human twenty five to one. And they're giving the gnome fifty to one. I walk up to the bookie. Okay. Someone write down those odds for me, please. I just made those up off the top of my head. It's 4 to 1, 10 to 1, 25, and then 50. Yep. I walk up to the bookie and I tell him, uh, I want to put 18 platinum on the metal boy. Okay. I'm a real boy. Okay, so I'm I'm not. I'm with Scott at this point. Is that like a normal? I don't know. I have six days. Is Patrice with us? <laughs> yes. Patrice, what's like a normal if, bet? If you walked up to the bookie, I was probably already there waiting for him. Oh, what's a normal bet? <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh, it's not? No. Ah, well. <laughs> he gladly takes your money, though. No, I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as I say that, 10 platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Keep track of yours. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'll, I'll so also I'm put 10 platinum on I, I don't Sark. Usually. Sark and one on the gnome. Hey, you, gotta, you gotta go for right? that. You gotta, you gotta hedge, yeah. you gotta hedge yeah. a little yeah. bit, right? How much did you put on? 18. Ten. Everybody put 10 on Sark and then one on the gnome. I put 18. You put 18. Yeah, okay. 18 plat. Because Scald was. Jingling these in his in his little coin purse, and he was like, "68 is such a weird number." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many levels. Oh yeah, there is. There is. Uh, Scald is slightly autistic, right? <laughs> Believe me, I was trying to and make it 69. I was trying to make it 69. I was like, but if I convert. Everything I know, I still can't get to 69. Son of a bitch. Okay, I, I was not going to bet that much, but then, sorry, then Skull did. And Fuck it, right? I was just following L. Because you were like, that's not normal what he did. Yeah. And you did something, and I'm like, that has to be normal. Sark, I need you to roll a d4 for me, please. That's why he's never had money like this. Right? Free. You are taking on the human. Good. It's not the bruiser first round. <laughs> Do we bet by fight or by who wins it all? It's who wins it all. Okay. It's, a, it's a winner take all. All right. Okay. So also, this is the first time most of you have seen Sark without any like overalls, and he's got a weird blending of stuff. So his faceplate is that 
It's not accurate. I'm no, it is accurate. Brown with hints of green wood that move. And then his metal bits actually shift between like rusted iron and brass, depending on where they are. And then you notice that all of his chest and stuff, or most of it, is actually done in what looks like a leather exterior, and then some wood pieces holding that on as well. Do you still have your pendant on? No, I would have handed that to Al. Um, I need Sark, SOA, and Patrice. It's called. That's what I meant. I figured. To make uh, history checks for me, real quick. Eight. You have never seen a. Until you met him, Mm -hmm. you had never seen a Warforge before. Sounds about right. I feel like they probably don't hang out on boats very often. So. No. They're not they're not very common in this, this part. Yeah, I rolled lower than uh, John did, so. Yeah, so you had <laughs> that. You had yeah. seen one before. However, this is very this is very different. The Warforge that you had seen and it actually probably read about at some point were all metal. And then for you, uh uh, Sid. Sid, god damn it, thank you. You are fairly, uh, it, it's a fairly common sight in the Nicodiac Expanse, at least in the location. Okay. Because most of the Warforged come from the, the that small country of Rashar. Okay. Right there. They build them. Um, which is funny, right? Because generally even... You know, everyone knows that Tinker Mirror is the, the center of techn- technological advance in um, in the world, except for in this particular space. And it's mostly because Roshar is smashed between two cold warriors. So their defense is really strong. So they have a, they have a full population of sentient warforged that are free citizens. So um, you have seen them before, but again, also, they are all metal, unlike... Your friend, your new friend here, who is a hun- is is so so different than anything you've seen in a Warforged. Okay. Like you probably have friends who are Warforged, dudes who are like mercenaries who have because everyone in yeah, that'd be cool. Well, everyone in Rashar, they have to serve a certain amount of time. Percentage of their life is mandated for military service. Oh, cool. So you probably would have in your time with the the the, the dagger. You probably would have. Made some friends with them and done some <laughs> irregular warfare with them. So, um, but the first fight up is between Sark and the human. Yay! So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go with the three the suggestion earlier, which was three rounds of combat. Do they get a break in between? They will get a break. Each, each fighter will get a break in between each fight. In between each fight. <coughs> it's not boxing rounds. It's D and D fight mechanics rounds. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's one. It's one round of fighting. Yeah. But mechanically, it is one D. It's three D and D rounds. Yeah. So he's doing a round robin. Well, it's going to be winner winner fight. We'll Small bracket. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah, okay. So we're going to have a semifinal. It's a final. semifinal and a final. Yeah. Yep. All right. As, as, as 
Sark walks into the ring. I'm going to go to the bar and get a drink. Okay. Not paying attention to the fight at all. So go ahead and roll initiative. You'll notice that the, the spirits here are much cheaper in price and in quality. You're going first. Okay. Nice. I didn't actually want to go first, but that's fine. <laughs> I rolled a seven, and I can't beat his deck score. No, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Like, none of these guys are monks. Right. Yeah. You've got... Fighter, fighter, fighter. Yeah. So... Okay. I'm just going to take one shot at this guy for the first round. Okay. Funk. Definitely the, like, testing jab. And this is the human first, right? This yeah. is the human. The old man. Grizzled, white-haired, beard, white-bearded. That's a ten. He is able somehow to, to kind of... As you, as you make your first swing, he just kind of ducks out the way. Mm-hmm. And he's going to come at you with two swings. So that's going to be an 18 and a 10. I believe they both miss. <laughs> the 18 is going to be like, it's taking it on the arm. Like you like think the 10, it's just... They, so they slip. They hit, mm-hmm. but you block. Yeah. Right? So it's just like... And it's very you much hear, that. So all of you hear that sound of flesh... Hitting metal. And your arms metal or wood? Um, like right here. In the forearms. The forearms? That's wood. Yeah, so you hear mm. the sound of flesh hitting wood. And you hear... Yeah. As he <laughs> hurts the fuck out of his fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as he's done, it's the three blows. Like the... Because I have two attacks for my attack action now. <laughs> so it's like... Thunk, thunk. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and roll your attacks. That's going to hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> I need a drink. I don't have a drink. Oh, oh drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. Cheers. Morgan, what do you want? I will fetch you something. Get some of that guy? I want this. Oh, well, that's fair. Can I have some of that, too? Yeah, that's why it's here. I so, we drink. One of the three is a nat 20. Um, also, thank you for the inspiration on that uh, Dungeons and Die bags. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> 14 and 22 are the other two. The 14 misses. This is for the crit. Do we need some ice? No, I want to drink it. Me. Um, this is so for everyone out there in, in um, audio land, we are drinking a special bottle that has not yet been released to the public yet. Nope. Of Law's Whiskey House, um, the cognac finished four grain bourbon. Um, I think it's their second round and of it's, this. And it's, it's not because Law sponsored us. Laws, please sponsor us. Right. Yeah. This is actually a celebration, guys. So we'll take that. So we're celebrating some stuff, some good, good life stuff. So. So for the crit is thirteen points. Okay. And then non crit is eight. So it's. 21. 21 points of damage. Okay. He... Where are you hitting him? I would say body shots. Okay. So what it is, is is you kind of you kind of had a quick rhythm of one, two, three, and with your, your third shot, he's able to swat it away and just kind of deflect it. But you hear the sound of, of, of that. That's, you are hitting hard. 
And then he's going to come back with two two shots. I think these are going to hit either 18 and 19. No, they're both. Like, I'm taking them. So he's but so he actually he um, he kind of shocks you, but you're able to, to you see it because of and you're able to react because of your dexterity. He actually kicks at your knee, and as you've quickly learned that there is no no holds barred in this, um, he but you're able to to slide out of the way, and then as he comes in with an offhand left hook, you're just able to swat it away. And as you hear as you're swinging as he swings, you hear. The, the heaviness in his breath as those hits hurt. <laughs> I'm just going to go for three more at this point. Nothing fancy as far as Sark's concerned. It's nothing Ooh. fancy. It finishes real nice. I think it would be better, though, with a little bit of ice. Cheers. Cheers, friends. Cheers. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. I'll get mine in a minute. Cheers. Oh, I thought I saw another 20 on there. I was like, well, you just killed him. <laughs> Sark is deliberately doing non-lethal damage and has his hands padded for this I, reason. I don't know. The, 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 if you had hit another crit, you might have unintentionally yeah, killed right. him. You know, Sark's doing his best to not murder people on Wait, accident. How many Sarks was it to punch his spine out? Like, really, that's... That's why we're starting with pigs and they won't be padded. Um, if you hit another 20, it would have gone a little sooner than a fish. 17's the low. 17 just hits. That's fine. So 17 222s. And this is going to be, I'm going to actually go for it, was going for his head twice, and then I'm just going to kick out whatever back leg he's on. From okay. The front assault. Seven, ten, six. So as you come in, you take a, you come in with a left hook and catch him right across the jaw. And as he spins, you come up with a right right uppercut to catch him. And then as you swing in, as you knock him in, you watch his, the eye, his eyes roll back of his head as you knock him unconscious. You actually got all of his hit points. <laughs> I mean, they're about the equivalent of you guys. They're in like the, the high 30s, so. I'm gonna like... I mean, the, the, the whole bar does rise up in cheers. <laughs> He the ground too. Like, done. And then I want to like check to make sure I didn't kill him. And like, he is. He is. <laughs> so make a, a medicine check for me. Which I'm proficient in because. Is that it? I think that was it. That's a 23. Yeah, you can see he's, he's breathing. He's fine. He's, he's just knocked out. Okay. As soon as I check to make sure he's not dead, I just walk through. It's just, it's just a concussion. It's fine. Define hit. <laughs> Did you take any damage? No. Right. <laughs> At that point, I'm going to come back up with a pull a chair up behind Sark and just step up on it and start like, pull the goggles down and start like checking one of the joints. One of the, <laughs> like, <a> shoulder joint. <laughs> I, uh, I I walk over to the side and grab a um, a pitcher of water and fill a glass and and hand it to Sark. <laughs> I just like hand it back. <laughs> oh, as you're holding it, I finger guns it. <laughs> Bubble. Uh, it's very, like in the groove, and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> You got time. God, God, my friends are weird. <laughs> and I do a lap around the bar. As that happens, the, the orc 
and the gnome step in. The most weirdest, offsettiest fight ever. But you watch as with the initial swing from like a massive haymaker comes from the orc. And the gnome dodges it and runs literally runs up the side of the orc, grabbing his dreadlocks and starts just taking three swings, pop, 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 on the face. And the orc, stunned, hmm. right, takes a step back, comes in with a, try to kick the, the gnome, mm-hmm. glancing blow, but enough power to kind of spin him around a little bit. And then he does it on the other side, runs up, three hits, pop, 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 stuns the, the orc again. Comes back in, tries to do the, the Star Trek mm-hmm. hammer fist. Down, misses the the gnome. This is all based on, on the rolls, man. I just, I just rolled the whole thing. <laughs> and the gnome just squares up, punches the, the orc in the nuts, and drops into the ground. <laughs> That's why you bet on the gnome. Yes! <laughs> We're eating out of this one platinum bet tonight. <laughs> right? Where do I start? like, oh. I like it when there's more masts. <laughs> there's more things to study when it's easier to hit and right, right, right. Arms. And you watch as the, the orc just kind of, it's that cartoony knees collapse together, falls to the ground, and just head first into the kind of like a sawdusty steep pit that is in this circle. And you just hear the... And then that fight is over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sark, I, I rolled a, you can punch to the groin. I rolled a, a two, a four, and a six for the orc, so I rolled on rounds. Oh god, yeah. And then the gnome rolled a fifteen, a seventeen, and a twenty and a twenty. Oh my god. Uh, bullshit twenty. Bullshit twenty. Drink motherfucker, drink motherfucker, drink. Yeah. Break. Uh. I like the better one. After a variety of other things, this is super nice. It's very I want it. I want it over rocks. I think it'll yeah. open up a little bit better yeah. over. I got over you. It does with a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. Right. I need like one small cube in there. That is so good. Mm. Is so good. The nose on it is fantastic. Yeah, it is. So the other one, we'll save that for break. Never mind. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. So with that, there is now a twenty-minute break period between the next fight. Thank you, sir. No problem. So what would you guys like to do? I was already doing a lap around the bar for this this last fight. So any anything else interesting happening in the bar? Is everybody just kind of invested? Make a perception check for me, please. I'll be walking with her. I think this is more just me stretching my legs. Um Perception twelve. Um, because you are a local, that, that, that's going to be pretty good. You kind of have an idea of what's going on. Um, it's always a little disconcerting in this bar, right? This is where, uh, the poor crews, crews hang out, the, um, rougher elements of Haven, um, which surprisingly not a ton of, but there's a few people who choose to be. Antisocial, which is welcomed in Haven, but this is where they are. But there's always a level of, um, I don't want to say shadiness, but 
where it's just like there's always that edge where you might get shanked, <laughs> you know? And it's not like it's – no one is in, in inherently hostile towards you, but there's that edge when you're in here. It's not it's not your favorite place. I, I don't come here very often. Yeah. So. We don't serve the good pass for the top. That seems out of the ordinary. Is any deals going down? Make, like make, a, make a perception check. Do I get to add my <laughs> city dweller plus four to that? Yes, you do. Awesome. That line is hard. I think we might be rushing up against uh, copyright. <laughs> I don't think. I think. I think I saved it quick enough that I didn't. I didn't sponsor us, George Lucas. Kathleen, you're our only hope. Kathleen Kennedy, only hope. Amazing. She's funny. What a today. You're you're not seeing anything. This does it, it there it this is reminiscent of um there are a couple of bars that are like this um that are part of the night market, which is in Tinkermere there is a stretch or not the night market, the sky market, which there is this um it's almost like an old Roman aqueduct that splits the city in two. And it is one, it's like a 15-mile market that is about 500 feet in the air. And there's bars and restaurants and everything. But there's a couple, you know, as you go through that time, there's CD areas and everything. This reminds you of some of those places you've been up there as you're searching for shit to, you know, yeah. do your artificial thing. So. Not, not the worst part I've been in, not the best part. Mm-hmm. This game gets really cool. <laughs> Um, Patrice is um, paying attention to the conversations happening around him. He wants to kind of listen in to see if there's any like uh, grumblings about some of the stuff that happened while we were gone uh, in regards to um, in regards to um, oh yeah the the um, <laughs> master the guy harbor the, master harbor master oh um, yeah there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the wrong thing that you don't want me to say, so yes, I didn't say it. Yes, please don't. So, uh, so Hubert, he wants to know if there's been any development um, in regards to um, like people trying to 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 usurp his position. Go, so out. make a perception check. Twelve. You don't hear anything, but you also realize that. Um, this is not the bar that that's probably you're probably going to hear that stuff. Yeah, and you you would kind of know that, but like, you know, every once in a while you hear something, you can hear some yeah. stuff in, in a place like this. But like, you grew up here. Yeah. So you know that this is. You know, if you if you do hear something about it, it's some some thug that had gotten hired, and um, they're talking out of turn usually what's the what's the general feel are people at ease like is there anything strange going on does it feel like a normal day in the game side check that would be a 19 um it feels like a relatively normal day um the it, it there there does seem to be a larger crowd and this is going to be like that your whole experience in two shit Got there, there seems to be a a larger crowd of sailors. You know, maybe a couple of ships just happen to come in at the same time. Okay. And, and you know how it's it's never yeah. uh, there's Easter only famine. well, there's only a couple of scheduled things that come in. Um, there is a twice the rum, right? 
Well, I'm, I'm talking about just <laughs> ships in general. So there's a twice weekly sky uh, or airship that comes in from uh, uh, the syndicate. There are there's the the three times a week coming in from Wudan up north, and then there's the single time every week that comes in from um, the area to- heading from Gansworth. But you know it's the rest of the ships come in just kind of as as they as necessary as needed. So it just happened to be it could be just one of those times where a bunch of ships came in at the same time just randomly. So. These are, it's not, and it's unlike the, right before you guys left, this, these are not tourists, right? These are definitely, these are sailors. These are sailors. These are people who are, they're, they're a little bit hardier than the, the rich people, people from Tikramir or Wudan. So, but it does feel fairly normal. Can I take a look around and see if there's anything that would pique my interest about um, my past or anybody that I've. Be a little bit more specific, just so like, I can... Um, looking for my friend. Oh, okay. Like, looking for clues about my friend. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, roll a perception check. That's Cox. I don't want to be Cox, but it's Cox. That's even better. I'll take it. All right, that's uh, really fucking good. That's a 25. Um, no. Okay. Gonna, Unfortunately, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you can roll really well, yeah, and okay. you don't get nope, anything. That's totally fine. I'm gonna I, work my way over towards um, Scalp, okay. and I'm going to kind of bump him in the shoulder and be like, "Hey, um, I've heard you ask about a specific individual. This might be a really good place to ask around for that one you were searching for." Okay. No, There's a lot that. of sailors in here today. I'll go. I'll go start chatting people up at the bar. Okay. So. You see Tony. Mm-hmm. What does Tony look like? Your uncle? Tony has uh, slick back hair. Uh, it's, he's got some widow peaks going. He has... He has a sense... He has, like, way too good a posture uh, for having worked behind a bar. Uh, he, he stands up He stands up taller than he actually is. He's probably about six foot, but he looks six two. Uh, imposing, furrowy brow. Um... Uh, relatively, relatively pale by comparison to the sailors in the room because he, he works yeah. inside for a living. Uh, but uh, noticeable, noticeable heft in his shoulders, and uh, he's wearing he's wearing a, a, an apron uh, or a or a bartender's uh, uh, what would you call that? Still an apron, it's a half apron. Yeah, yeah, but the like the the lower one. He's yeah. probably wearing the lower one. He's got his his shirt sleeve. Uh, rolled up, and he's he's there, ready to work. He's got a um, he's got a what well, I, I don't know what to call it. It's sort of like you know where you've got the uh, the sideburns that kind of roll over mm-hmm. top of into your mustache. Yeah, they go down the chin strap, but then they, he doesn't have the goatee portion. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. to call that other than it's like, like extended old, mutton chops. Yeah, <laughs> and mutton top chops attached to your mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got he's got one of those and. Uh, he probably says, "What do you have, sailor?" Uh, whiskey sounds great. Pours you a whiskey. Yeah. And um, I see you're uh, hanging out with my kin. How's that going? Pretty good. He's a decent boy. Good to hear. Yeah. Hey, you wouldn't happen to uh, hear things when you're bartending here, would you? 
Attack time. I'm looking for a particular individual. Uh, is this individual a local? A float? He's probably a float. He looks up and, and he hollers out, Manfred! And you see a um, drow walks onto the bar. And he introduces you to Manfred, okay. who is the second mate on a ship that makes a every couple of week run from Gansworth. Mm. And he brings in um, textiles. That's Excellent. what their ship brings Excellent. in. Um, this here is Manfred. He, uh, he kind of knows what's going on you know, in the shipping lanes. And, um, I'm not as good keeping, uh, keeping track of those who come and go. So understandable. Understandable. Yeah. So so Manfred is he him but very androgynous mm-hmm, looking. Mm-hmm. And um making up NPCs on this bar. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um he uh he is very um his mannerisms belie coming from money mm-hmm. and wealth, but his clothes do not. Gotcha. And this is not the clothes of someone who is pretending to be poor. This right. is the clothes of someone who is actually, actually poor. Yeah. So, um, so as you, he, and who are you asking about? Dandy Bill. He had heard rumor that Dandy Bill had um, joined a crew out of one of the um, smaller ports of Gansworth and they were going to explore they were going to come pat they had come this way about 3 months ago heading into the mists to the to the west okay hmm but he does say um make an inside check for me real quick actually it's actually probably going to be fairly good 15 He's not lying. Okay. But it's not necessarily... You can tell that, that it's it's probably second or third hand. Okay. Um, the mists are not something that most sailors want to fuck with. The rumor mill out that way involves monsters, moving islands. Um, creatures that are very rare some sort of hard naturally armored creatures so but he he does believe what he's saying okay but it's just not that it's most likely not a he probably completely true yeah. well it's that he just he didn't get it from the horse's mouth right right but it's, i give him a silver piece thank him uh he's very gracious and he he speaks i'm not going to try it. this is why we're, we're doing it this way he speaks in in a manner that for you is reminiscent of your birth home. Hmm. Not not the city, but mm-hmm. the, the that kind of collection yeah, yeah. of city states, the syndicate. Yeah. Right. There's there's these two. Mm-hmm. Kind of the met but a little bit of the upper crust crust money. Gotcha. Somewhere you're not sure where because drow are fairly fairly rare. Um uh in that case, I'm also going to ask him about um, Captain Cotillion. He does not. Okay. 
I was planning to go up to the bar to ask something along the same lines, but would I have come up enough to hear, or soon enough to hear him asking about people? Make a perception check. Were you being subtle at all? No. Okay. So we'll do it with advantage. That's better. 15? Uh, you would have heard the second one. So is that Captain Cotillion? Yeah. Um, I am going to... I'm not going to act like I heard that one way or the other. Uh, but I am going to, when I get up to the bar, if he's not talking to anybody specifically, I'm going to ask him. Who are you asking? Uh, Tony? The barkeep? Yeah. If he knows uh, anyone by the name of Santor Maxwell or anyone using that name. It's the bottom of the letter. Continue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Like, it's it's a very quick no in the fact that he, I mean, like, he obviously does. Good callback. Thank you. There's layers upon layers <laughs> and layers, and I need my players to remind me who everyone is. Right? <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on right now. I just like that. If that was, was a moment where we're like, we're hearing you a problem. Right? <laughs> and that's why I make them happen. Yeah, the time. no, that's great. It's a really good way to do it. I'm going to ask him if he knows if there's there's anybody around that, uh, if I were, for example, hypothetically looking to hire some, a fairly large number of people with the ability to fight. Not yeah. no particular interest in who it was for. If there was, if he knew of anybody of that nature in here that I could contact, this is not the place for that, son. You can hire one person to maybe rough up somebody, but large groups, we don't have large groups. They're all hired out to ships. Hmm. Interesting. I will buy a we'll buy a, a bottle of whiskey, full bottle. Of course, that that's the, I think that's the one thing. I, damn it! I did leave my DM screen at the house. <laughs> we should have. I think we have multiple over yeah. there. Yeah. This is yeah. why I don't bring my box to the, at least to this game. I don't need my box. I brought pretty ones too for backdrops. Just behind and under things. It's gonna be two gold pieces for a full bottle. I will take it and leave five gold on the counter. Okay. So at this point, the last fight of the evening gets called out. Um, Sark is put into the pit or the the circle. With ten, that's what we're calling him now. Ten, ten, because he has uh-huh. ten. seven fingers. <clears throat> ten. <laughs> it's like they call. They call. They probably called the. That's what everybody's doing. Everybody's yeah. doing like 
has seven fingers up. Ten. In the in the going ten. Ten. Actually, it'd probably ten. be like it'd probably be like Three this. Fingers? It'd probably be his his right pinky, right pinky and pinky. and his and his left ring finger are gone, and he's yeah. holding up his hand. Yeah. Ha! Ha! <laughs> you know, and, and tiny the orc is there. Go yeah, ten. Like you can tell that these guys have fought each other in fuck time. And like they just beat the piss out of each other. Well, I beat the shit out of Tiny. <laughs> this time. Yeah. Sark's gonna do the whole like calm in the storm and just like walk up and bow to him and then just <laughs> sit and just like not move. What what is what does Ten look like when he's getting ready for the fight? Is he talking shit? Is he is he bouncing around? Is he really cool? He's he's, hold, he's holding up his hands. He's um does any I don't know if you guys are were boxing guys back in the day, but if you remember Oscar De La Hoya when he would come into mm-hmm. the ring when he'd go to the Olympics, yeah, right, mm-hmm. like that, you know, he stop was, making me miss my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like that, not not egotistical or boisterous, but very confident in in celebrating who who and what he is. Um, but then mm. eventually, um, Frank. Um, you know he pulls he pulls the Bruce Buff the equivalent of the Bruce Buffer right I'm not going to mm-hmm. try that because he will sue us yep he sure <laughs> will they're the worst <laughs> the buffers uh, but they're basically to in, uh, about you know who's going to you know get ready to fight and fight so initiative 16 you got me I was mm-hmm. 14 they're strength based guys they're not they're not mm-hmm. dexed mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the advantages I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, you got to see his last fight. Yeah, I know. That's why <laughs> Sark has definitely changed his plan for this one. Yeah, I'm just going to go for three attacks on him, but it's going to be one punch and then two kicks. Okay. <laughs> you went extremes on that one, but no, but, okay. but but first, drink, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. Cheers. That's a lot of twenties. <laughs> yeah, this is the third one. Yeah, right. 20s. There we go. Every round, I can roll at least three dice. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's twenty-six, twenty-eight, and I missed. Yeah, <laughs> with the one. I need a D one hundred for the. Um, for the nat one. 21. Okay. I need you to roll damage for all three. That'll be fun. It's fine. So, first one does not count. Went off my notebook. Same song. <laughs> uh, six points. Okay. Eleven. I need him to make a con save. Sixteen. Best thing about the Rook and Raven DM is they have an NPC cheat sheet. Con save. Yep. That is a dirty twenty. I thought, yeah, I see. And then 
So you can tell I use it a lot. Six, eleven, and then this is for the third this, one. This one is gonna be it's ten. You take ten points of damage as when you kick, you just that that last kick, mm-hmm. you just completely miss and overextend yourself enough that you hurt yourself. Okay. Sorry, getting old. Oh, you have no idea. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. So, whole. Oh. Good. I'm excited about this. Those are two twenty fours. Both it. Oh, that's fine. Oh shit. So he's able to. He comes up and kind of as you're. Kicking, he jumps and la- and jumps off and lands on the, the crook in between your foot and your your leg, mm-hmm. and then jumps up and then two two swats of the uh, onto you. We need I need these. Those are points. Yep. Oh, so you're gonna take. Wow, why am I drawing a blank on this? Plus one? four, plus five. It's because it's it's plus the strength modifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to be um, nine points and eight points. So that's seventeen, 17. points of damage. Bro, nearly max. Yeah, he did. He's also a plus five strength. Hey man, he's a fighter, man. Mm-hmm. I give him a tan. But he fails his dexterity check. So as he goes to land. <laughs> He can't. He doesn't combat roll properly and lands flat on his back, and he takes <laughs> one point of bludgeoning damage as the wind is knocked out of him. Prone? Yeah. No. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be a whole different round, right? Nice very, try. Had to ask. He dealt quite a bit of damage there, though. No. Okay. It's fine. It's fun. I'm spending another key point for flurry of blows. You have to do that on your turn, though, don't you? Yeah. So, that so was the next round, it's mine. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, instead of one bonus action attack, I get two. Yep. Okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to... Is that yeah. four strikes? Yep. Yeah. Four strikes total. Reevaluate the, th- the threat of the gnome. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, mm. It's not the same one. So, 18, 18, 17... Another the one. 18s just hit. Okay. Mm. So two hits. In order, I didn't hit him with my flurry of blows. That's obnoxious. I need a T100 for that one. Mm. <laughs> 14. Yeah, roll damage on that one? Oh, no. So roll damage for the first two. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 9 and 11. Okay. 20, 20 points of damage. He's still standing, barely. <laughs> six. So you take six points of damage. I'm barely standing two at the moment. <laughs> on ten. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, he's not hitting on those. Four, Fourteen and less. So yeah, he misses. You've got him fucked, but like he comes up and he's still able to like he bounces like you know he's able to. Oh, I gotta make. Save. 
What is it? Capoeira? Oh. Capoeira? What's the That's thing that bounce and spin? Yeah. Capoeira is all spinning. It's the yeah. where breakdancing actually came from. Oh. Is the like spinning kick capoeira. It's one of the major influences for um, but he uh, he misses and he but he's still kind of somehow if you didn't know any better, this dude was like you, had the had your you know but it's on the landings that you can realize that he's really not because he keeps missing. <laughs> because he takes one point of damage from not being able to land well. As he misses, but he misses with both of your with both of the hits. I'm doing the same thing this time. I'm spending another key point and doing four attacks at him. First two, you rolled off. That's a net twenty on that one. Man, uh-huh. that's only an eleven. Drink, Cheers. Might not drive a pole right away tonight. Don't do it again, Matt. Well, before the Fury of Blows, I'm going to roll damage on those. Mm-hmm. The first one. Because the second one was not high enough. Good shit. Four, nine. So How does this end? Four every time. Okay, two hit points left. I'm going to miss with my first one. Okay. And I'm just getting him to jump. And so it's a capoeira move where I spin with one and the second leg I just pop out to kick him out of the air. So as, as you kind of <laughs> sweep, you, you, you do it... Right in the right in the, right in the solar plexus. You, you, you do the Cobra Kai. You sweep the leg. Nice. Yes. Right. But then he he jumps, and as you swing back around, right and square in the chest. Sidekick. Right in the, in the sternum. <laughs> and just slides. He doesn't go unconscious because you didn't whoop him as bad as you whooped the old man. <laughs> but you, uh, yeah, he's he's oh, spits up a little bit of blood. But yeah, he starts. Oh, and then he comes right up to you. It hugs your leg. That was awesome, man! <laughs> and with that, you all get your payout. And we're going to take our first break of the evening. We'll be right back, family, and we will have drinks. Drinks! John. Welcome back to Campaigns and Concoctions, everyone. We are drinking heavily tonight. Um, yeah, I'm hot. That's how heavily we're drinking. I agree, you are hot. Oh, man. If I could do a good wolf whistle. Curtis, you made a couple of cocktails which are both delicious. Rare, rarely do I get such We got, uh, I made uh, a classic cocktail which is called an El Presidente. It involves uh, two ounces of rum, a quarter of an ounce of orange curacao, two dashes of orange uh, bitters, and it gets a bar spoon of grenadine. It is stirred uh, over ice, and then you strain, pour into your glass. I put it on a rock with a orange twist, rub it around the rim, drop it in, and a cherry, because why the hell do you not put an Aluxardo cherry old-fashioned style drinks. I would say it's great. Because a cherry in an old-fashioned is wrong. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I would actually say it's delightful. Yeah. Uh, the other beverage, hold on one second. Uh, it's one of the best beer cocktails I've ever had. It's a Anders Ericsson. Yep. YouTube uh, guy. Hey brother, if you're, I know you're not you're not listening to this, but 
We love your channel. Yeah, it's a good thank channel. You, thank you, Morgan, for introducing uh, me. I'm watching this stuff. It's good stuff. This one's called a Fence Hopper. Uh, mm -hmm. It is a beer cocktail. It involves uh, three to four ounces of your favorite IPA. Today we used um, Ska Brewing uh, Hazy. I don't remember the specific name, but it's their Hazy. It's a blue can. I think it's just Hazy IPA. I think so. I think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Ska is out of Durango. 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 Yes. Yeah. Delicious. Great brewery. Very, mm -hmm. very good. And not new either. Like no, they've been doing it for a while. For a long yeah. time. 20 um, years at, at least. least yeah. At least 20, if not 30. Um, and it also has a an ounce of, well, I made it a little, I made a bigger one, uh, but like it has an ounce of apple cider, an ounce of bourbon, a half an ounce of uh, maple syrup, and a half ounce of lemon juice. And you shake all the ingredients that are not the beer. Don't shake beer. <laughs> uh, pour that. I, I did a shake and dump at home and it was delicious. And here I did a strain and it was prettier. But I think I prefer the shake and dump because it keeps it nice and cold. Mm. Uh, and then uh, you top it with three to the four ounces of the IPA. And uh, Anders says to put a cinnamon stick on it, which considering the price of cinnamon sticks, I think is wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're expensive. It's a beer cocktail. It's not yeah. sangria. I literally, I literally <laughs> cut my cinnamon sticks down into like four to six pieces at work. Oh, God. And it, because I'm not spending thirty dollars a week on I don't, I don't got Anders no. money. No. I'm sorry. Okay, so no. so the one thing with 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 Anders is this is actually a variation of a, of an old, a very old cocktail. Yeah. Um, so but this is his variation of it, and he it was a called stone wall? a stone wall. That's right. And this he calls the fence hopper because it's like a wall, but because it's a fence, and he calls it a hopper because, because it's got hops because the it. original drink is nothing but cider. It had cider in it. Yeah. Right. So um, it's really good, though. It's fantastic. These are both very much um, Morgan's palate. It's the most non-tiki-tiki drink I've ever had. Yeah. That every oh, including including uh, my wife has said, that's like a java float yeah, no, all it, time. It, and I'm like, not one ingredient <laughs> is even close. But I agree with you. <laughs> like, like, I could, I could just sit there around the fire with that and drink yeah. four or five of those. Yeah. yeah. They go down They're fast. wonderful. Mm. Yeah, no, it's very good. It's spooky season. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, the crystal glass is kicking this regular glass's ass. So right we are also um, have, most of us have in front of us a, another bottle from Lost Whiskey House. Please, Lost, sponsor us. We yeah, just want the bottles, please. So good. Um, we are drinking a bottle, mm. that, another unreleased bottle. Two of our, of our table are members of the Gargoyle Society, which is their kind of club that they've got going on. I didn't get him into it yet. They didn't have a sign up this Close time. Close enough. Trying. Doesn't matter. You guys, we'd all be in it if we could. Yeah. But it's this, very funny because Dustin's the one wearing the Gargoyle Society shirt right now. <laughs> and I'm the one that's not in it. No. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. But this one is one of their their mash blends that they age in Calvados uh, barrels, which is a French, French apple brandy. Mm. It's one of the better ones out there. Mm. Um, and again, as, as much as I like the uh, the cognac, if I had actually paid attention to what, what those were when you sent me that text the other night, Nate, I probably would have bought this one. That's why there is a bottle at home for this us. Is, I bought one too. This one is this is wonderful. This it's is very nice. fucking delicious. Fucking delicious. So, as the fight comes to an end and you watch as, sorry, as 10 is hugging the leg of Sark. 
How do you respond to that first off, Sark? Can you grab the other one and pull? I think it's out of place. He does. <laughs> and he doesn't succeed in popping it back into place. That's fine. I'm like, good try. He's, he I just practice kicking mass. small people in the bar and just limps over to <laughs> Al. <laughs> practice kicking small people. And you watch his ten rolls over, and you actually do hear him him call the orc tiny, and tiny just picks him up. It's like yeah, and drops him back down. Bobby from work, if you ever hear this, this jokes for you. As we as we rolled through the evening, is there anything else anyone else would like to do tonight, task wise, before we take a long rest? Because you're you're. Uh, Monkey Fred is actually taking quite a, a beating today. I'll go lay on hands on him. Okay. The non-class version of that? Yeah, healing hands, whatever the fuck it's called. And it's your level in points? What level are we? Five? Five, yeah. yeah. Five. That was the worst... Wo- no, you went down once. That's yeah, right. I brought him up once. I was about to say that was the worst whooping you've taken. The, but the it really actually funny isn't. part is I think I did about half as much damage to myself. Right? <laughs> Today you did. Yeah, but he, he did. He, he took a wall up to be pretty good. Him. But yeah, I didn't help the cause. We rolled a four and three on, on D4s, man. Right. <laughs> I get excited about that too, except for now I'm D6s. <laughs> they, they, all of them had, um, the, what is it, the brawler? That feet. There's uh-huh. a feet that lets you take. Tavern brawler. Tavern brawler, yep. yeah. I haven't looked at that one. <laughs> As we look around the room, Never. are there a bunch of angry people or <laughs> happy? People? Oh no, people are happy in here. Okay, they saw some blood spill. They are drunk, and they they very much remind you of Scott. Someone made some money, huh? Um, they are they have money to spend. They're spending it on things that they like: bloodshed and bo- and booze. <laughs> Sark's gonna get like all of his clothes and stuff back on and. Trying to make sure his leg's working correctly, and then go up and buy a round for the entire bar. Hmm. How much does a round for the bar cost? There's probably about 60 patrons? Probably more than that. 80 patrons? Um, well, and Tony's going to take advantage of the opportunity, and he's going to charge you two platinum. <laughs> I dropped five. <laughs> that's a lot of money for Tony. Uh huh. Yeah, I bet. Because like two flat, I'm like, that's nice. Okay. Hey, can, can I out one thing really quick? If we ever get sued for campaign concoctions, we can go with the less solution <laughs> and go down a letter the alphabet and go with bloodshed and booze. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hundred percent agree. I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Be a second. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through the bar, since everybody's happy now that there's been some blood, and try to find some tables that are not sailors if I can find them. Okay. Um, is there blood? Is the no- blood, sweat, you know, tears, maybe more forge fluids? Do you spill any as you get beat up? Yeah, are you leaking? Yeah, not that you can tell. Okay. Mm. There would be one spot, and those pants aren't coming off here. (laughs) (laughs) Would I be accustomed to Warford being leaking? Leaking at this point. I'm going to say you don't even need to roll, so I say yes. Okay. What the fuck are you? 
you're looking uh, you're looking mm-hmm. for non non sailors, so you can find po- probably two or three tables. You know, if there's if I happen to be at a table of sailors, that's fine. I'm gonna pour a round of drinks from the bottle that I bought and ask if anybody knows anything about uh, Centaur Maxwell or anybody that. If I was looking to hire more than a handful of people to rough somebody up. I'm watching the bar for anyone who's trying to be deliberately unnoticed as people walk through stuff. First off, um, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. Oh, Jesus. Drink, motherfucker, drink. Big fan of this. Big fan of this. I'm <laughs> So on your your fourth table, also why is this not You are you come across a group of um, humans who are sitting at a table. There's three of them. They're locals. Uh, the first two say no, but the third makes mention of. Um, he had talked to somebody who had been hired by the person you were asking about. He's not someone from around here. Um, from what he heard, Santor is the recruiter for a company that distributes violence. Um, that is such a turn of phrase Morgan (laughs) distribute violence I used to work for a company that that literally a private company that distributed violence Uh, I I was about to ask if it was the US government Uh, it was a a PMC um, and we won't say too much more about that Um, fuck you Eric Prince uh, fuck Eric Prince in so many different ways, but that's it. Don't don't get me on that. Yes, sir. Um, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it, damn it, damn it. It's twice tonight. Your wife's a sir. I know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna explain that joke. <laughs> you you not. Um, I hope one day one of my homies from back in the day listens to that, and he's just gonna roll laughing <laughs> as he hears your wife's a sir. Uh, <laughs> um, roll an insight check when he says that. Distributed violence. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, can you just uh, divvy up this violence for me? <laughs> it needs to be proportionally <laughs> distributed to the populace. Aye, aye. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> the we, 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 government agencies that do this. <laughs> Not entirely sure what, what they're talking about. When it comes to that type of a company, it kind of throws you for a loop. So, is there is there a name associated with that company no. that he knows? No. Can I get the name of the individual that was approached by them? <laughs> Can Sark refer to himself Whether as or not the you distributor? Have, you <laughs> get the name. Okay. The distributor. The distributor. So, <laughs> and is is that person local? They are. This whole table is local. Uh, non sailors. The the. <laughs> Person that I got the name of to be determined. No, no, that that's the that's the person you're talking to. I thought that's what you want. Oh, oh, the person that got hired. Yeah. yeah uh, yes, you can get the name. Um, he says that he has been recently found deceased underground. Hmm. 
Wait, he was found underground deceased, or he's yeah, deceased, deceased, and now he's underground? underground. <laughs> that is yes. first. Okay, first. That, that is how Nate would. That is how L would clarify that. <laughs> he was recently found underground, dead. He was not dead, then placed underground. <laughs> but then he was later placed underground. <laughs> that that is the typical way of things. Depending. You know, it's, people have different. Different beliefs, you know. <laughs> Not gonna judge. No. Viking funeral. Well, all the way. a little bit, but yeah. If your if your goal is to go through a jet engine when you're done, like it just seems like a waste of a perfectly vetted <laughs> jet engine. And then after he gets that information. If that's not the last table, then he's going to go through the rest of the tables anyway. That's, that's the, the, you're not going to be able to get any more than that. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's going to, the point is more to make sure he's hitting everybody mm-hmm. even after he gets the information that he can. <laughs> and then if, sorry, if Skeld is still there after that round, he's going to grab a chair next to Skeld. Which said, if he's there, just lean over and think so. You're looking for some people. Yeah. I am. If you're willing to possibly throw some money down, we might be able to get some more information on that. I'm not saying to me, but... How much money? I have no idea. It wouldn't be going to me unless I was handing off the money to somebody else. I'm very interested in finding some people. Did you already give a list to us? Or mm-hmm. Okay. I nope. got a list somehow. You did get a list somehow. <laughs> <laughs> if there's if there's some people you're looking to find, especially if they're around the syndicate area, you might be able to might notice a few, a few people. A couple of them might be, uh, but I don't know. I don't have much information on them. I know they started out there. I don't know if they're still there. The information is kind of what we do. I assume they probably fled the syndicate area because I don't believe they're truly stupid. And they know what I'll do to them when I find them. Truly please sponsor us. So, L, you would know... Truly please sponsor us. ...that the, the organization has, obviously, the representation within the syndicate. They have just recently expanded into the Nicodiac Expanse, into Kravok Do, which is the headquarters or the the capital city of the location of Crypsis, where your sorceress friend is from. Um, you also the one the fir- it's surprisingly um, there are um, offices in all of the three the three large cities of Wudan, and then also. Forgot. I, I can't remember the name, but there's a there's a very far off island that is weird. <laughs> it's the best I can describe. Good descriptor, yeah. Um, okay. My my buddy Will made the island, and it's fucking glorious. Um, yeah. You've got one person there, uh, but it's weird. <laughs> so, well, we've we've got. We've got people outside the syndicate, just not major presences, so we may be able to get some information. I, I can't tell you how much it may cost, if any, but... Why don't you find out for me? If you... 
You give me a list of people you want to know about. I'll I'll see what I can do. Hey, barkeep. Yeah. You got a piece of paper and a writing implement? No. I'll pull out both. <laughs> he was getting ready to holler. Yeah. And Morgan was getting <laughs> ready mind. to holler. Never mind. We got it. I'll take some more whiskey, though. Uzesh. Uh, That's the name of the, uh, the weird island. Uzesh. World Codex. Good name. Yeah. My, that's not me. That's actually, uh, thank you, Will Pew. Thank you, Will. I know you listen, Will. I like that name. Mm-hmm. Also, randomly, because I had it in my notes and realized it, it wasn't Dirk, or, or it wasn't Frank originally. It was Dirk. But it's now Frank. I like Frank better. Yeah, yeah Frank fits a little bit better yeah. with your family name conventions. That's yeah. fine. I was just yeah. flipping through notes and was like, Frank, oh, hey, look, Carl. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I use my own world and old family to, to look up stuff. So when you build a, a deep enough world, you need notes everywhere. So, Tony, Carl. Do you give him the list, the full list? We'll get that to you at some point. Yeah. I think that's the correct list. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how I got it. It doesn't say player knowledge next to it, though, so Sark knows it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you put that in your notes. So it makes me um, is there anything else anyone else would like to do this evening? Um, where do you plan on staying? What time is it? it? At this point, it's getting late. Well, then the blacksmith would be close. Probably. Yeah. Finding is there a rooftop to over at? Rest. Do they have a rooftop bar at the? No, there's no rooftop bar. You, I mean, it's not like you don't. You guys can't. You can also sleep on your ship. You know, I so. Oh, true. Is there? I will. I'll. I'll go back up to the bar and ask if he knows if there's a uh, warehouse. He does not. For, okay. Would he? No. I don't think he would know. Unless he was in the market for one. So no, he does not. I'm not even gonna roll for that one. Or if he knows if he if he knows of anyone who would know that information, he would actually he's gonna ask you what you need it for. I'd like <laughs> a place to stay while I'm here, and also preferably somewhere on the outskirts of the city <laughs> in case it explodes. <laughs> so he does tell you, ah, well, I was gonna offer you use of mine, but hell no. <laughs> yeah, no, not We're looking for more like an abandoned building. There's no, there's no, there's no abandoned buildings here. It's it's unlikely to explode. It's only happened once before, but <laughs> once is too much. That's all. That's where all that's my stock is said. kept. <laughs> that's what he said. No, it's only happened to me once before. Spirits are rather flammable. I know from experience. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk the place of somebody that I, I kind of who's related to somebody I kind of like. <laughs> that's much obliged. Thank you. <laughs> It's one of the best compliments I've gotten in quite a while. Oh, you wow. could just build something That's on the outskirts kind of, of the town if you need it that bad. Yeah, you want to just commission somebody to build you a warehouse? I don't know how long we're going to be here, though. Maybe we'll be here when we get back. We've got a boat. I mean, if we've got a boat, we've got we're, shit to we're do. planning on shipping stuff. A warehouse yeah. might be helpful anyway. You're not wrong. How, how big of a place do you need? Like, we need to be able to hang pegs. <laughs> If you, if that's all why that you need, it's very oddly specific, and also how many at a time. And why would probably at least three? Why would the pigs explode? The pigs probably wouldn't explode, but okay, you never know. Right. Something else might. They might explode. Given probably, would it? <laughs> just stay out of our room on the boat. 
I mean, like ninety percent. Seeing me near your room on the boat. So you need you need a, a shack. I'm like ninety percent sure they want to explore. You need a shack on the outskirts of town. Does More it, than a shack, less than an actual warehouse, probably. You know, there's a, there. You know, the tunnels that we were exploring. There's a lot of space down there. A lot of unused open space. You know, you're actually right. There is. Yeah, I mean, if you needed to set up a like a shop. I need everyone who is thinking about doing this to roll an arcana. <laughs> right. About <laughs> you done that? Yes. Seventeen. Oh, I rolled so bad. <laughs> I love that my roll is in keeping with the fact that my character knows nothing about magic. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. Oh. I rolled a ten. Twenty-three. <laughs> okay. Sixteen. Six. Too. Yeah, so I, honestly, I really think, right? We should just do Sid, it out of those I mean, tunnels we found. Why wouldn't we do it down those Sid, tunnels that we found? They look like they lasted a long time. And Patrice would remember that it gave it, it. Things are starting to connect in your brains right now. That while you guys didn't have the effects that you had in Rugen, it had the same fucking feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything involving magic down there is probably not a great plan. Oh, you want to do magic? What do you mean magic? Well, eventually. Okay. Is you that so what might explode? Yes. Potentially. <laughs> you do magic? You know, you know, explosions underground are usually not a good idea. You kind of want somewhere for the gases to, to go to. How much does Patrice know about how is that magic? explosions and how their gases... You know, you know I, I, I've lit a fart on fire, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know, I may not have been anywhere, but I've done some things. All right, scalp. Sarge just holds up his hand for a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll show you later. Oh, no. Maybe on the boat. Yeah. But on deck. Please Why not? on deck. Or not on deck. Maybe no. in, uh, on no. deck? Yeah, on deck. For, for everyone to see? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They'll love it. I trust you. They'll yeah. love it. <laughs> We, we give Wait till we're at sea for like happens. two weeks and then do it. They'll love it. <laughs> Sounds like the right time. Yes. It's good. We Are call we it. Are actually going to throw them overboard? No. My uh, mom My no, mom used to call it blue flaming. Blue flaming. Blue flaming. Blue flaming. Also, on, a, on an unrelated subject, so. we can deal with that later. We'll say that, though, at this point, you guys have left the bar. This is the conversation yeah, yeah, back, yeah. To the, back on, yeah. on the way to the ship. We should also. At some point in the near future, preferably very near future, head back to the syndicate. Tinkermere specifically. Why is that? You're skipping steps. First, we need to go back to the ruins downstairs. Underground. Why is that? To oh, yes, that too. More in-depth note-taking. I need more before information. Before we go back to the syndicate. Home. Okay, why? Okay. Yeah. Because I was asked to get more information about it before we go home. All right. Valid. I don't need to know more than that. Why do we need to go home? What's what's in it for us if we go home with you? Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is why you're skipping steps. Step two. It's not my fault they're slow. I just pick him up and turn him around. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Good call. (laughs) I use prestidigitation (laughs) to cover his clothing in mud. (laughs) But not like thick mud. Like just very subtly it slowly creeps up. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) As soon as I hear him say that, I snap my fingers and I get rid of the mud. (laughs) 
Step two is to go back to the Hololands for two reasons. One, because Tinkermere's a good place to sell residuum. And if we procure it cheaply, and it's all a profit. Two, we gotta compare and contrast between the two ruins for notes. Three, we get to Tinkermere and we sell all of the residuum at complete profit, minus time. The residuum idea sounds like a good idea. Is, is there residuum in both places? No, no just in but the, the entrance to the other, the, the Hololands, is connected to the residual mine of the company town that apparently nobody here likes. Okay. And I might have stuff to do in the syndicate. Um, can I roll Are history on the, the company town on how... I'm from everywhere. Haven might... What's what's the general feel about the company town? Yeah, no, I, from I'm, I'm from Haven. Aren't you from the syndicate? Got <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are from everywhere. Aren't you actually from the syndicate? Wolf spot. Skeld is definitely laughing just <laughs> like that as you say that, and does not answer the question. <laughs> Fair. So you would know that Wolf's Block. This you, you guys got a little bit, little bit of information when you guys were were prepping. Wolf's Block is the company town of... Where's my... my this is what I'm looking for. Wolf's Block is the company town... Gansworth Soot Hill Company. The Soot Hill Company, thank you. Get all my notes. That's so many goddamn notes here. Which is a company that is situated... In, from Gansworth. So it's the Soot Hill Co- Corporation or company. And they are a favorite of the ruling clan of Gansworth. Gansworth is not popular in Haven. Well, in any of the other nations. Not Gansworth. Not Gansworth. Yeah. They, are, they are very much a pile of dicks. They're oligarchy, basically. Okay. That has some royal blood. So. Um, Think of Appalachian coal towns in the 1920s. Being ruled by a very... By, by the firm hand of the coal company and the overseers. Now, do that writ large with support with, with even more violent support of the government than the U.S. government did in the coal towns. I mean, those, those uh, wars with uh, automated weapons <laughs> and dropping bombs so so in a, planes. in a place that is called the freed city of haven okay i'll leave i'll Not leave a that huge fan of unfree things exactly got it. got it cool that sounds like a good plan i mean if we also happen to take over the island while we're there so be it not saying we should but couldn't hurt. I don't, I don't. I don't agree that like that's a place that we should take over. I mean, owning a if, residual mine. Maybe, maybe use if the word liberate. If we kill everyone liberate. in charge, I'm on board. I said take over. Yeah, yeah. You cut the head off of the snake. Mm-hmm. And, At what point like, of taking over did not involve killing anything. everybody in charge? Well, we don't have to take over after yeah, we kill. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking to own a mine. No, all of you understand what a vacuum. I know he does because I learned it from him no I don't know what a vacuum is can you tell me what a vacuum is and how do you spell it (laughs) bonus points 
It's the absence of anything. Absence. Absence. Oh, Sark actually knows how to spell it. That's another nat 20. That was right. Here, Chris. Here, drink. There. No, wait. I'll swap for that. I won't lose right now. They're drinks are too good tonight. Me, hundred percent honest. They're too good. Tonight. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it's uh, made right? a few pretty good. Cocktails. Super easy yeah, too. Like, yeah, yep. So now Nate actually has to figure out how to spell vacuum because I always spell it wrong the first time. V a c u u m. That's what I thought. I was like, is there one c or two? one c two u's? Two u's. It looks so weird. That's the only reason I know how to spell it. I can't. Fucking That's spell why the, the British way. call it a Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> anyway, in spell. the absence of anything. And if they tried to say it, they'd be like, the cube. People are involved. The worst come to the surface. So if we don't take over, we should at least put someone we want there. It's not an absence of anything. There's people that have been there that have been there for a very long time that what? are, that, that if... It what if would, they would, don't want to be there anymore? Would, that would be totally capable of figuring their own shit out if they weren't <laughs> being oppressed. <laughs> Look, I may or may not have been involved in killing a whole lot of people who were really important to uh, the functioning of a society on more than one occasion. And I can tell you, we could pretty quickly find the people who are already ready to take over who are going to do a better job, and we can just help them do their shit, and then we can take all the residue and leave. All right? All? I mean, all that they have available. We can't take the whole fucking mountain, but we can take everything they've got ready. I mean, I wasn't Necessary. Then how are we going to kill the people in charge and take over the town? That wasn't part of my plan. I was no. going to steal shit. Oh, okay. I don't be seen. I was just saying we could. We don't. If we if the option presents itself, we shouldn't avoid it. No, I agree. I think we should definitely kill the people in charge of that town. They suck. How about we have? Really, a, but I don't want to be in charge of a town. And we don't I don't need think to, either we don't complicate our lives with their, their succession plan. We have plan. an opportunity here. Yeah, what's that? To, and and I think that is to become. The uh, residuum uh, shippers of this part of the world. Sure. And by doing so, if we put, you know, a few choice individuals in charge on this island that they're already doing all the work anyway, we just got to get rid of these Gansworth assholes and then let them run their own show. Mm -hmm. And then we buy at cost, sell at price retail, yeah. the, at retail price we 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 make a profit and everybody's happy i don't even think we need to steal i think we just need to to you know dispose a few key individuals that kind of suck yeah i think at that point by definition we're stealing the whole island but i'm okay with that with that too sure, I'm, but we're not even going to be there to to do the whipping or the or the or the domineering we're just going to be Merchants. I mean, what you do in your liberating, your liberating own business, merchants. I'm saying we just and put somebody else to manage things, yeah. manage the exterior sales, say, and we take a percentage of that. A percentage. I had no intention of creating a, 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 a corporate corporate structure at this table, but I guess that's what we're fucking doing. Well, we're now, now, we're, now we're apparently playing the CIA, right? Yeah. Like, that's what's actually going on here. Oh. I mean, I'm planning on Pretty putting much. someone, one of the manager's people in charge. 
Yeah, no, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> that one's not said that yet, but... <laughs> but Skeld already understands that that's what you're saying. And yeah. Skeld is like, no. That's also not cool with that. Skeld's like, no, we're not taking over the town. You're not taking over the town. But if we want to kill the people in charge that fucking suck, I'm always up for killing shitty people. I mean, It's that, actually kind of a pastime for me. <laughs> that does sound like fun. So, since it's your pastime, As long as we get may... some residual out of it, I don't really care. Yeah. I'll, I'll be perfectly yeah. honest. But the I, island can go I do like itself. Patrice's idea that we can become their exclusive residual dealer. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah. That may help yeah. with your pastime, since I'm guessing it won't go uncontested for long. Do we? Of course, do, we do we know anybody who? Like, we can just arm them up, though. They'll be fine. I mean, that is the benefit of tracks. Do we have that anybody that has like a seal? Do we I know do. anybody that like would be able to set up? I know like, how to sign my name. Anybody that knows I, how I to was set assuming up? it wasn't you. <laughs> I know that you can do a lot. You of watch things. Sark, and I'll just kind of like peek up. What are we doing with forging? <laughs> What, what are you looking I for specifically? <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking the, for a specific thing. I'm looking for a general thing. Uh, uh, a a skill in thought. <laughs> so, Trace, I don't think this place is as litigious as you want it to be. Yeah. And we don't right. come from a very litigious society, so... I mean, but, there's litigious, but there's also... If, they if someone declares an interest in it... Certain someone's declaring. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to stop the conversation right now, guys, because I think we're getting a little bit deeper into some things that we don't need to really worry about at this point. Um, I love it. I love where you guys are at. This is this is a little bit outside of the bounds of what we're, we're going to really look at. At this How point. late is it right now? Nine twenty. It's nine twenty. No, no, no. It's game, it's game. Oh, this. Yeah. About, it's also about the same. About the same. Okay. Um, I'm going to go into. Uh, do, do, are there people on the street? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to stop somebody that's walking down the street, and I'm going to be like, hey, you know where the carpenters in this town hang out at? What bar do they go to? Uh, they actually, they go to the, they point them out to the badge and bottle. Okay. Uh, but he says, um, they're probably asleep at this point. Yeah. It's midweek. Yeah, that's day. fair. So. That's fair. Um, where are we staying? I would assume on the ship. All right. I walk into the badge and bottle. I walk up to the bartender. I say, hey, uh, if you can have uh, one of the foremen or, you know, somebody like that from the carpenters swing by the ship tomorrow, um, probably late morning is a good idea. Um, That'd be really great. We're looking to have some work done. He looks at you expectantly. (laughs) Toss him two silver. Perfect. Need <laughs> <laughs> to catch up my silver spendings. Wow, that was that was something, guys. Uh, that was something. Not something I've ever experienced in my five years of DMing. But it makes sense for the people here. Right? <laughs> right. 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 I mean, we are a table of leftist, leftists, but for fuck's sake, guys. <laughs> Sark's not trying to overthrow anybody. He just wants the goods and get out. <laughs> yeah, but somebody mentioned that we could kill a bunch of important people yeah. that are dicks. Yeah, right? And Skeld is like, right. well, now we had some like idealistic anarchy. Right, right. We yeah. had some practical scenarios. I would say I was more on a like. 
council socialism, not really Leninism, but yes. But so <laughs> you finish the evening. You all make it. Make it to the. To the Continue ship. our pointless debate over what we're going to do. <laughs> we're never going to visit. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're never going there again. Yeah. Never ever. You, you, you awaken oh, the next man. morning. The only thing that, that everyone remembers is that <laughs> there's a, a want to go back underneath to the tunnels yes. and a possibility to go get residual. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And most, because you guys fucked out a fuck ton of money. Yeah. 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 Right? I wake like up and I like put my clothes on and I grab my my money bag and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it's way heavier now than before. It's heavier than it was before. I I turn Patrice and I go, you know anything about metals? <laughs> As in like things that you earn? No, or? no, like like metal. Like metal. metallurgy. No, I, I, no, I know a lot about wood and metal that connects to wood, but you, metallurgy, no. Do you know if metal procreates? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I roll perception You're to see if there. I hear this through the wall? <laughs> you can try, but this is a normal conversation, so I seriously doubt it. No, that's fine. I'm very well aware of this. <laughs> you know, there, I, I have heard tell, I have heard tell of Different kinds of metallic dragons doing uh, doing uh, their 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 thing and and procreating, but I have not heard of. Oh. I assume, considering you're holding a bag of money, yeah, that you're talking about the money if it procreates yeah, within the bag of there's money. There's a lot more money in here. Either you got a either you got I an STD attached to your money that causes problems, or you probably just you don't remember the fact that Stark won last night. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I do remember that. That was a good fight. So I'm assuming at this point, though, that everyone's wanting to head to Edwards for the for the morning. Yes. yes. Did the carpenter swing by? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. We gotta eat so, bacon, egg, and cheese before we go over to uh, the carpenter. Well, he's supposed to come to the shift because I'm assuming that, you know, you're gonna yeah. let the, one of the officers know. Yeah, let one of the officers know. Like, you know, if he swings by, give him one platinum and tell him sorry that we're not here. We went to get breakfast. Send him over to us at the Badger and Bottle or at Edwards. Edwards. At Edwards. Okay. Yeah. So, so as you're going to go investigate the hole again, well, sure it hasn't you, been you guys will all walk yeah. together, and as you get up to Edwards, there is a surprisingly large crowd that is there at Edwards, hmm. and that's where we're going to take our next break. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back. I don't think got line for brunch, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We are not good at it. It's a circle. Uh, it's a circle. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to play Dungeons and Dragons right now. And maybe talk about it. Oh, we're not. We are for sure going to play D&D. I promise. The cursed month is over. Good things are happening. Celebrate with us, family. Please. I mean, that's a good thing, too. It's spooky season. Fair. Yeah. You know, I've been watching the Empire of the Year. I have been told Hocus Pocus 2 is good. Anybody has seen Hocus Pocus 2? I have not watched it. I've also heard that it's good, though. All right, all right. Next thing. I didn't didn't even like Hocus Pocus 1, so... You didn't Mm. like Hocus Pocus 1? I can jog through yourself out a window. 
Yeah. Go to study. I don't want to defend Midler. And Carrie, what's her face? Okay. Sure. Nope. Good job on both of us using that word. How about how about you just blind yourself? I'm fine with that. John. Can I do this one side though? I want to look like Odin. Well, you might go too far, like some of the other kings. Oh, I mean, oh. if we're talking about the finish, we might as well continue. Well, the that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. We well, well, I had yeah. no idea based on your D and D character. <laughs> what? Here. Or you know, having met you, you're right. <laughs> in life. Yeah. Speaking of the All Father. Yes. John Odin's son. What two drinks did you make? Uh, so I made two very delicious drinks. Neither of them has names yet, but I will come up with names, and I will post builds once I come up with names because yeah, I'm tired of posting builds without a name. Um, yeah, no. that one. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He, that was, that was yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he hit it. He yeah. hit it. Uh, so the first one that I made was again with that uh, St. George uh, rye gin. I and love the rye gin. It's guys. really fucking good. I'm drinking the rye gin neat right now because it's that good. It's, it's that right? fucking good. Uh, so it was an ounce and a half of St. George rye gin. Um, three quarters of an ounce of Remy Martin cognac. Um, half an ounce of Montenegro. Uh, there was one other thing that we put in. Oh, and then half an ounce of coffee liqueur. That's right. Coffee liqueur. And then I did actually toss uh, two dashes of Angostura bitters in there as well. Stirred in a mixing glass. And? and then I garnished with a cinnamon stick that I would have lit on fire had any of us had fire. <laughs> but we don't. So we all stopped smoking. We all stopped smoking. Hey! Yep. Uh, Congratulations. The second drink. The second yeah, drink that I made torches. was a rum drink, and I used Kraken rum, um, which a lot of people talk shit about. But you know what? It's Fucked a fucking it. decent rum. Like, Especially for, for the price. spiced rum. Yeah, for the price yeah. and the spiced rum. It doesn't try to be anything other than it is. Exactly. No, that's exactly yeah. what it needs Highly to be. Highly marketed. Yes. Average spiced yes. rum. Yes, and it it fills its role very mm. well. And it has um, a fucking octopus on it's it. It's got a fucking octopus. And two I'm about to go on tap on it. Yeah, the two finger holes. holes. Yeah, in case you don't know how to hold a bottle of Kraken rum, stick your thumb and your forefinger through the holes on the sides of the bottleneck, because that's what it's there for. Um, so an ounce and a half of Kraken rum. <laughs> yes, Daddy. It's a circle. Good boy. <laughs> it's a circle. Look, as lo- if you know how to... Holy <laughs> with your partner. You know how to hold a bottle of Kraken. All right, that's all I'm saying. Thumb and forefinger. That's all you need. All right. We need to make what? extra clear this time that there's a giant explicit warning on this label. All right, let's get back to it. What happens ounce, next? Ounce and a half of Kraken rum. Uh, I did three quarters of an ounce of the lime acidity uh, orange juice. Lime acid orange. Yeah, lime acid orange that that Curtis made for us. Um, I did uh, half an ounce of Cointreau. Um, I did three quarters of an ounce of yellow chartreuse. Fuck yes. And I did uh, an egg white. Because it's a sour. Yeah, so it's it's it is a sour. So I did an egg white, and and if you want to know how to get a real good a real good creamy head (laughs) on your sours, uh, dry shake first and crack the seal a couple of times when you're first shaking it, and then shake the ever loving shit out of it for a few seconds. Mm. Then put ice in it and shake it like you normally would a cocktail. Put that in a Collins glass, and then I used the hibiscus 
ginger beer. That's oh. what it was that got me. Yeah. Out. I didn't like it. He said as he poured it, he's like, this is going to get Nate. <laughs> he's like, this yes. is going to be Nate's jam. That was definitely Nate specifically for you. Nate yes. away from yes. everybody else. Yeah. 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 Put it in the corner that was so that he could keep it for you. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a very delightful drink. Nate's not trying that one. And I, uh, I garnished it with a uh, uh, Luxardo cherry. So now, I, so now I just yeah. need to get Nate to call me sir and we've had a full circle tonight. Not Nate, right? sorry, John. Yeah, if I do it, yeah. If I get you to say it, there, there's something real wrong. <laughs> Can I try that one again? Because it is really fucking good. It is. It's really it fucking is. good. Yeah, it's, it's like not quite tiki, but sort of tiki. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a mashup. Yeah. <laughs> just, just sorry, Nate. Also, we have been recording Matt's reactions to all the drinks this week. I know we put it, we put a gift before on the Discord. Uh, we're gonna have a couple this week, and they are wonderful. Yeah. Because no matter how hard Matt tries, he he reacts to he, everything. Matt emotes. He is. He does. He is an emote. Yeah. yeah. His face is an emote. <laughs> he, he is. There were a, five letters in that, not just three. There were five. If anybody I knew in the world was a human emoji, it would be Matt. Yeah. He's got a very expressive face. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like your face. I start. Yeah, I, I just start. Face. I just start hearing MCR when he emotes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's also fair. As the portal <laughs> begins to walk, man, <laughs> to walk into to town, you see a large group of of locals who have Ooh. begun to dwell around the exterior patio of Edwards. Um. And it doesn't seem that they are actually there for breakfast. As the six of you walk in, even Sark, who was initially planning on heading towards the hole, is intrigued by this gathering. Organics do weird things. So if I can get everyone to roll a perception check for me, Yes, passive over right on this one. Thank God. Yep, yep. yep. I'm, 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 I'm very happy about that. I really like that rule a lot. It's a great rule. Of sense to me. I don't know why I came up with it, but I think it. I think it's makes really sense. good. I think it's really good. Is not a lot better than that. Oh, Jesus, better. everyone's. I'm at 14. 14, 14, 11, 19, 11, 15. So everyone but L. And Petrie. No, you, you. We both had 11. That's your passive? Yeah. Okay, so everyone but Patrice. Uh, I thought you said higher than that. <laughs> no, we were both 11. <laughs> so Patrice and Al don't notice this, but what the rest of you see is a human ask woman who is sitting at a table. She has, uh, well, Matt. Why don't you describe it for us? Okay. It's a uh, it's it's very it's very unassuming, but it looks like she's wearing like like very finely crafted plate armor, but you you wouldn't notice it unless you were necessarily looking at her. There's a there's a cloak over that. Um, she's blonde, very fair skinned. Uh, and if you if you catch her eyes, there's you, you maybe see a little bit of a lightning bolt, but you probably don't think that that's actually happening because it's it's so brief and it's gone. 
the second that you look at her. You notice that as she's sitting at a table. And she has a hammer. <gasps> she is she is she's sitting at a table with a fairly about a notebook as large as in the in diameter as what Nate's got in front of him. So what is that? Eight and a half by eleven. Is that eight and a half by eleven? Maybe eight by twelve. But it's thick and it's open and she's scribbling notes as one of the locals is sitting in front of her. And this hammer is spectacular in its simplicity and its craftsmanship. As a fellow owner of a Warhammer, said, you would recognize that this puts yours to shame. <laughs> Not that yours is, no. is, is poorly crafted. This is... Just a little envy. Pinnacle of craftsmanship. She knows how to use hers. I don't. As well as there's also an energy coming off of it. And as you walk by, Sark, you hear that there is a description going on from the local of the story, their version of how the freed city of Haven came to be the freed city of Haven. Drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker. Oh, shit. oh my god. Oh, what is that? Oh, six? Six? I didn't know that. Bullshit 20 needs to be written down. Cheers. Cheers. I'm late because I'm right I'll document it. I don't want to cheer for it. But she it's turns right around right. after she finishes Seriously. scribbling a note. And she appears, she looks at the six of you. That is number six. And says. That would you please come here? And she speaks with a quiet confidence that reminds you of prospering, but it doesn't have the level of command that prospering naturally gives. But you can tell that she she is used to people responding positively to her. And she says, "Would you, but it is definitely not a command. It is a request." She asks that the six of you would come here. I'll walk over. All right. She asks. I'm going to glance over and say, not until I get food. I continue walking. But those of you who come over. I go, L, give me my usual. (laughs) (laughs) But for those of you who come. She's sitting at a table, right? She is sitting at a table. She asks. I pull a chair out and I sit down. There's a bit of a grumble from the crowd, mm-hmm. but she says, y'all, y'all are very interesting. Would you happen to have your stories of how the Freed City became Freed City? Yes. For anyone other than John, because you never sent me yours. I know I didn't. I have yours. I mean, well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where, where mine is on my phone right now. That's the way I got yours. I used to have mine somewhere. I, I didn't print yours out. I have mine somewhere. Give me 30 seconds. I have it. So I have everyone, because John's only okay. didn't send yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't send it. I'm sorry. I was so fucking fixated on my own backstory yep. that I never got around to that one. But, but she, I do, I have an idea for what it is, so. She introduces herself as Foster. Foster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. My lady. Hold on, hold on. I am, I am traveling the in search of... 
stores. Tables. And I would love to gather yours. Player knowledge versus character knowledge. Can I roll about the name Foster? For being inside the nine? Yes. Could be a history check. <laughs> my lady, my name is uh, Patrice Shakerton, and I would love to tell nope. you my uh, my history, my history of hate. As she starts, she you see her flip the page, and she kind of does that thing where she licks the the pen, and she begins to to scribble her notes. Long ago, the gods played in the realms of mortals. More often, and a powerful god had a beautiful lover. But the god of vengeance became jealous, and the and vengeance set a trap near the seaside, where they would swim and bathe in the sun. Vengeance conspired with a leviathan that resembled a giant dragon turtle with impenetrable armor. Vengeance bade the great reptile to swallow the beauty and dive deep into the depths to keep them apart. Leviathan snatched away and dove deep into the sea. But the powerful god would not let this stand, and sent the great avatar of destruction to retrieve the beauty. They fought from the depths to the shores and back again. The destroyer could not find a weakness to exploit Neon, but only, but the only way was from within. With sacrifice on the mind, the destroyer laid down arms and was consumed. Once inside, death came swiftly to the Leviathan. But the beauty was not trapped at the bottom of the ocean. With the task complete, the body spent, the destroyer sacrificed once again to surface the beauty. The broken body of the destroyer became the wrath to return the beauty back to the firmament. Where the destroyer lay is where Haven now stands. The destroyer continues to be a haven from the ones that want to steal the beauty from this world. Mm, that was excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Let me when I come back out. Was that? Let me know when I come back out with food. Okay. And, and next? My dear, Foster, so this story has been passed to me by magic users of my society. I come from relegation, and it's come word to mouth, word to mouth. I, I have a feeling the story slightly changed every time, but this is, this is what I believe. This free city of Haven is not just a name, it's a story, and it's of itself. And as the myth goes, it began as a small coastal town, part of a large landmass. Many of its citizens were endowed with innate ability to use magic. A time came when a tyrant came to power in the surrounding region. The tyrant despised anything he could control, including magic. As his power grew, so did his desire to for absolute control, he outlawed magic and ordered all sorcerers to be ex executed without trial or question. The coastal town resisted, opened its doors to refugees seeking Haven from the tyrant's persecution. As Haven, er, as news of a place of safety spread, the town's name quickly replaced with the moniker Haven. Haven grew from town to city as people flooded to its safety. While Haven's defense was stout and valiant, thank you. Within a few years, the city was besieged. Its citizens were starving, cut off from trading for food and supplies. 
When Hayden began to lose hope, a mysterious sorcerer appeared on the ramparts. They enlarged themselves many times over, and in what many believe was an act of sacrifice, he freed Haven, freed it from the tyrant, from the continent, from its once all but sure destiny to be obliterated and forgotten. The newly formed island was pushed along the waves until it reached where it can be found today. Some versions of the myth even attest the skull of Haven to be that of the great sorcerer himself. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much. What uh, do you want? Oh, you weren't here. Um, I'm asking you, would you please share how you, what you know to be the story of how the freed city became the freed city? Depends on how much you're paying. <laughs> Uh, ignore that. <laughs> it was never freed. You're, you're the last two stories that we've talked about. What Sid just said it leans into this idea that it was freed. Haven's people were never freed. They came here. They found this place. They were guided here. Long ago, before magic was made, but not not so long ago that before the belt was unmade, this is how my father told me this story. There's an empire among these islands. This empire was rich, this empire was decadent, and its head was rotten and corrupt and the source of evil. And those riches, that wealth, that opulence of that empire that came at the expense of her people and they suffered and they were in chains but their plight that did not go unnoticed the great spider the great spider sees all and the cunning spider the cunning spider cares for the weak multiple pages on my thing. <laughs> my forebears were among the first we saw the spiders. We followed them from the jungle into the ships in Illicent Fallen upon the Saris. We swam to the ships with the spiders and we threw the guards off the ships. We overcame those sailors. We threw them into the sea. And at night we looked up at the sky and we found the great spider there among the stars. We followed that spider. After a long voyage, we came to the skull. We were here and this was to become our haven. It has been said that we were among the first, but we won't be the last to come to these shores and seek that protection. The spider led us here with small cunning, weakening our oppressors, placing itself among the stars. It gave us a place to be free, a haven for all who have or will be oppressed. That history of that name is why it is important. And my family will keep these tales and pass them down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, who, who else is willing to share this story? Ellie, you want to tell her what you know? I was just going to hold out a hand. Sarks and Pinocchio. She's going she's gonna to flip you um, a gold piece. Look at it for a minute. And just nod his head, you know, back and forth. <clears throat> 
So the location of the free city of Haven is not a coincidence, even if the reason it exists is unrelated. At some point in time, a long, long time ago, there was a being whose name has been lost to time and only known as neutral now, grow tired of the incessant squabbles of their peers. Leaving the realm they had known, they turned to the material plane to leave the fighting behind. Having chosen a place to rest, they settled below the ocean. Sometime later, there was another being of immense power who craved more, whose name has been removed from history and is only now called Hunger. Hunger knew that Neutral had left the battles behind, and that they were the battles that were all they knew, and decided that that meant they were weak. Hunger descended to the material plane and found Neutral resting and attacked. In spite of their surprise attack, Hunger was unable to slay them with its first strike. The battle that followed was immense and shaped the parts of the world that we know now. The edges have worn down and the places where their blood and bodies were left behind have been long forgotten. The only thing we remember is the of the battle is the outcome, which is Hunger's skull left on a piece of, behind on a piece of land, and the neutral once again rests below the waves. While their power was less than it had been, their influence on the world around them had led to the creation of the free city of Haven. As long as they are there, no city built near their resting place will ever join another nation by choice or by compromise. Mm. Mm. So good. I appreciate the story. Worth the coin. And she flips you another two. Pocket them. Who, who is next, if you wouldn't? Well, my friend Sid here, she was on the right path, but it wasn't a tyrant. It was a cult leader. Mm. There was a titan, and this titan's name was Juggernaut. And he was roaming across the oceans and the lands. He was so great that he could walk through the, the oceans wading at waist height. And he was destroying things everywhere that he went. And people flocked to him. They formed a cult around him, and he didn't care about any of them. They were merely chaff. He would reach down, pluck one up, and eat them whenever he was hungry, if he couldn't find somebody else to devour. And Jormungandr, the serpent of the ocean, felt challenged by his power. Now, Jormungandr is not good either, and did this for no good reason, other than for avarice. Because Jormungandr could not understand why people would follow such a grotesque titan and not worship Jormungandr. This, this island was the site of their final battle. As Jormungandr was biting Juggernaut's legs and ankles and knees under the water, and Juggernaut could not get his hands on Jormungandr. He retreated up onto the island's shore, but the poison of Jormungandr's teeth sank into his veins, and eventually he withered away and died here. And his cultists built up a city around him. Now those cultists were wiped out by Jormungandr's followers over time, and the whole island was abandoned and refugees from various nations and various continents found their way here and founded the city of, T of ha Haven with Juggernaut's skull as the house and seat of their government. Impressive. That is a tale. Hmm. And what have you, Automaton? Do you have a story to share? <laughs> Sark doesn't move. As what I notice, he's playing Pinocchio. Uh, this is this is my automaton. It's recently built. Recently built. Do we need a drink? She she she'd, she'd zap him. It's not it's not that high. She'd zap him. 
Mm-hmm. Sark. Okay. You feel an electrical I'm pulse. Right. It's nice when the, when the player yeah, the player here. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, just so you know, she would fuck this dude up. Yeah. Right. I like six on my history check. That was it. That was an insight check that she he. She de- uh, actually, I need you to roll a deception check, but you're probably gonna fail on this one. Probably. I mean, like, she's really high. I can't beat the that. He can't beat a twenty-three. Okay. The highest I can roll is an eighteen. Even that twenty is not even close, y'all. Roll anyway. All right. Have you guys dependent cell? We might need a drink if you roll. No. Okay. No worries. I'll roll, but. Well, I was technically telling the truth. It was relatively well, recent. Still better than I expected. <laughs> so you you watch as she puts her pin down, and she reaches down and just kind of places her her right index finger on the the hosel of her of her her warhammer, mm-hmm. and you don't see anything, but you feel it. Instant shock as lightning strikes you. Not enough to do any damage but enough to, to overcome your ability to play Pinocchio. <laughs> I know what you are. Ooh. Hmm. There's no need to hide. Skelb chuckles. <laughs> he takes off it. So Sark takes off his pack, like digs to the bottom, pulls out a handful of children books. Flips through, finds one, pulls it out, and starts flipping pages. And these are like baby's first readers. They're the thick paper ones, <laughs> almost cardboard. They're all board hungry, hungry. Yep, yep. Like that. that kind. It's not quite the like one sentence per page, but it's on that line. No, stuff. but C- Curtis is right there. They're called board books. Mm-hmm. And just starts reading. Long, long ago. When the world was still young, unfinished, there were creatures of great power who laid claim to regions. Some claimed whole ranges of mountains, and the ogres and orcs who lived on them. Others claimed the endless forests, with the elves and the other beings who hid in shadows. The Makara, the deep, claimed the very bottom of the oceans, and the beings who dwelled in that darkness. Kara ruled through fear and violence, rewarding those who worshipped him as a god. The denizens of the deep raided both the coasts and the ocean surface for people to take as slaves and sacrifice, for this pleased Makara greatly. In one raid, the hero Indra was taken. She was not a hero, and in fact was nothing special at the time. Indra was taken when she was young and put to work in the palace. Through her chores as a slave, Indra learned much about the passages and secrets of the palace. One such was forgotten tunnels underneath. Underneath. The whole of the palace and the lair were held to the deep ocean floor by a few key. I keep losing lines. Key places. Some stories say by pillars, other stories say by chains. Indra collected as much information collected information and tools quietly and secretly. And in the time just before she was to be sacrificed, she shattered the pillars or broke the chain. The palace and the lair were now released from the bottom of the ocean and 
began to slowly rise to the surface. The denizens of the deep fled the palace, causing the whole thing to rise faster and faster and faster. Makara had grown too large over too many years of being fed. He did not escape. He was stuck at the entrance. His whole, the whole palace and lair broke the surface and the sun was at its highest point. The direct, keen light burned Makara away, leaving his bleached skull behind. It still welcomes people to the harbor to this day. Indra, who rode out all of this on the bottom of the brand new island, standing in the water before Makara's skull, Indra declared this to be the freed city of Haven, where it was now a safe place to live and to remember the act of freeing it from the darkest depths. The former slaves and would-be sacrifices called loudly for Indra to stay and lead them. She laughed and declined, saying to them that she could never be held to just one place again. She must ride the wind and the waves, reveling in the freedom they held. Sailors still tell us stories of hearing her laughter from clear days. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. I don't remember that one. Is that one Mompachi? It's in the stack. It just puts the books. Like, you can mm. tell, like, he wraps them and puts them back at the bottom mm. of his bag. Hmm. Some of the most interesting stories I've heard today. What's your story about it? I don't have one. Or are you interested? <sighs> I've been put on a task. And it involves two things. Stories of faith. Stories of creation. And when I understand those, the one who sent me on this task will give me more. It was the sigil on this task. Well, I call him father. So you're doing some shit for your dad? <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> Sorry, kind of taps. Hell, why does Foster sound familiar? Do I know? Roll a history check. <laughs> it's a halfway decent ale. Mostly what I was trying to get was the roll. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, roll this one. That shit is so good. It's ridiculous. God damn it, I cannot roll for shit. I was going to say, I feel like you, you two should know this, but god damn it. The uh, He's never uh, directly stated that we would know. Talking about the Raja, you know that there was yeah. a group. 14? That's enough. Foster was once in the employee of the manager. And did... Some shit. Questionable. So the the chaos that is currently in the Concord Enclave, she may have had something to do with that. In that, in that case, I was responsible just be to lift the amulet up enough to be visible over the neckline. So that Foster. Go ahead and respond as. Eh. 
I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like really. No, I'm trying no, to role player as accurate. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm really trying to role play this as accurate as I can. Before he lifts the ba- the amulet, El will deliberately step so there is as few people seeing it as possible. Next, next time you see him, please tell uh, Zinthor I send my regards. Don't use his name. I will just nod. Roll an insight check, you too. God damn it. <laughs> I've not rolled over a 10 all fucking night. I'm sorry. So the 9? 22? Sark... She says it with a level of confidence and fear. You know that that's his name. No one says it in his presence. It's in manager. Manager's name. So that kind of gives you an idea of who she is. Who you fucking with? Yeah. L's nod is... It's it's technically a nod, <laughs> but it very much gives the impression of a bow if there had been less people present. Do I notice this? Sure, make a perception check. All right. Ah, all right. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was exactly what happened. You're like, there's food in front of me. <laughs> missed it. Yeah. Passive's 14, I don't know, I don't know. No, this one, this one yeah. would be the passive. So you would be, you'd be, you're too engrossed in your, in your bacon, egg, and cheese. And oh, I for sure am, yeah, yeah. Because that also sounds good just, right now. I was just standing, Kind of might make so, breakfast for so, myself so, after you guys leave. So he's just staring <laughs> at the Warhammer. And if, if we're going to leave after that, then... Al will leave the three gold back on the table behind him. <laughs> but he will do it. So Just as really? Yeah. He's going to try to make sure make a slight of hand check. No nope. few people see it as possible. Not with sit around. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Finally roll the two. Twenty-four. Unbelievable. Love it. That's how the story needs to be told. Dice <laughs> tell good story, family. Just let you know. She little shot of adrenaline. She looks at, at the six of you, her eyes sparkling with strikes of lightning that emit from from the center of her her pupils outward. Smiling. Jane. And she she closes her book. With the pin on the inside to save its space. Thank you, adventurers, for sparing some time. I was once bold and brave. Some would say foolhardy. Some might still say it. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you again. And with that, it's kind of a gentle dismissal. As she kind of starts, she starts to wave the the rest of the citizenry. Of we cut to the front of the line. She, well, <laughs> yeah. she invited you to the front of the line. She and she recognizes she, a set yeah, of, of game recognized game. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Gonna wrap up for the evening. All right, and we'll pick up next week, y'all. Thank you, thank you all so much for joining with us on this thank journey of collaborative storytelling. Everyone, please, if you feel like it, please go in the Discord and tell these guys how great their fucking stories were. Because before we started, I had I asked each and every one of these guys to create an individual story about how the city became the free city of Haven. And I really, really wanted to have, find a chance to do it. And thank you, Matt, for allowing me to to bring Foster back in. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was way cool. So, so it's, it's, especially, it's, I like, I have some player knowledge of who this character is and what they've done and shit, so it's, like, really cool to see them. Mm-hmm. But it's also really cool to also not be able to use any of that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Be like, yeah, I don't yeah, know who the fuck this lady is, but she wants to hear a story, so I'm going to tell her. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was hard. This is my, like, actual favorite PCF I think I've played at this point. She's wonderful. And she really? was... Even, even more favorite than the priest you played when we were in a weird, like... Late fifties over it gay couple doing a heist. Oh no no no! But, <laughs> like, this is my, my favorite player character I've gotten to play more than once. Valid, valid. Okay. Well, well and what's that. what's funny yeah. is is it was a uh, a response to a deck of many things. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that other character is it's, in a dungeon somewhere. Right, right. Gone. Fucking gone. Oh no, he's still around. Yeah, but I mean, relatively gone. You might go. You guys might go find him. <laughs> right. We're just going to find random Matt, Matt PCs, Matt PCs. <laughs> and scattered around this world. But with that point. being said, family, thank you so much for joining us. As always, please join us on the Discord. You can find all of our links down in the description below or, or follow us on Instagram, Campaign Concoctions Pod. And with that, family, I want to say, until next time, drink well. Drink, drink well. well. I like it. That's good.